This is DJ Rel and Catch Wreck. And we are Bang Radio. Bang, 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 bang. We bring you Boston-based music, arts, events, and lifestyle. Friday mornings, tune in at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Because we're on 94.9 FM Zoomix Radio. Also, we're cool. Yeah. You are listening to 94.9 Zoomix Radio, powered by youth, broadcasting live from East Boston and streaming on the web at zoomix.org, WZMRLP, East Boston. I said that out of order. Welcome, y'all, to a new episode. I'm your host, Lou Bangers. Oh, so in today's, my co-host, Ketrek. I'm Ketrek. I'm Ketrek. Stop fooling around. I'm a guy. <laughs> so we also have uh, <clears throat> my other co-host, Relly B, and P.S. Jake. Where are they? Relly B might be running late, and P.S. Jake is talking to our special guest on today's episode. That sounds awesome. Yes. So are you feeling like like a banging? I feel excited. I, I missed like two weeks so far, so. It's good to be back, and then last week the holidays, so it's good to be back in this building. Yeah, this is a very warm, inviting building. I had dinner here last week. It was cool. Word, word. But so, as we said, we have a special guest, and he's notable. He's a person who has an extraordinary sense of touching the soul with his humane words. You feel that catch? I don't know. I meant to listen to the songs before I got here. Well, you get a chance I'm, today. I'm not you get a to chance be today, be honest. You get a chance today to listen to. I'm this. excited. I looked at the. I, I don't know. The picture looked cool. So, his efforts has provided us with an album that dropped this past summer called "The Rusted Crown." Interesting. So we're also going to talk to the artist about the meaning behind the title. Did the crown get wet? Who knows? Maybe, but what let's kind of let's metal? ask him and find, we'll find out. All right. So then, um, we so we get, definitely would play some songs. Ready. We'll definitely play some songs from that album. And, you know, as I said, he's a singer, songwriter, entertainer, and a motivational speaker. So, snap, yo. So we can't wait to have him. Welcome, y'all. And we're back. This is Bang Radio. And if you're tuning in just now, we have a special guest for today's episode. Yep. We have John Vier on the show. Thank you guys for having me. What up, what up? What up? Yeah. What's going on? It's cold. It's Ooh. freezing. My Wasn't hands are ready. Numb. <laughs> Wasn't ready. Yes, sir. But thank you for having me. Seriously, I'm so excited. Yeah, thanks for coming up. We tried yeah. to do this for like the last couple of weeks, but there was weather issues. Oh my and gosh, bus New issues. York City. Crazy thing. So, what were you doing out in New York, man? Okay, I had a show in Highline Ballroom, um, and then I also had a um, hospital fundraiser event at Mount Kisco. So I had to be there, so I decided to extend my trip for two weeks. <laughs> Even though I shouldn't I should have been home a long time ago. But I tried to take the bus. I tried to go mega bus during the snow day. Listen, I went there, there was no bus. They canceled it canceled the bus from ten PM till seven AM. It was crazy. So I couldn't but you're attend. back. But you're back. You made I'm it. back. <laughs> I'm alive. We got and you well. we got you here at Zoomix Radio. Yes. And um, 
I also want to ask you for this album that dropped this past summer, yeah. The Rusted Crown. The Rusted Crown Project. Is that your first album? Yes, it is my first album. Um, I wrote this album like three years ago. Um, started writing it. It was like very therapeutic for me because I was going through a lot, you know, a lot of breakups and splits. So it was a way for me to express myself. And um, yeah, so boom, Rusted Crown. <laughs> and you have uh, music videos as I've seen. On, yeah, uh, on. I have a couple music videos. It took me a year. Rodrigo Santos was um, one of the directors of the video. We went to like L.A., New York. We did it in Boston, High Park. It was it was really a big project for a first time project. But I like to go extreme and yeah, I, I like see. to do it big. So it mm-hmm. was fun. You're also a composer, so you had like already a theme for the for yeah. The video. I wrote it. Um, I remember watching the album Lemonade, um, Beyonce, and she had like this short film, and she just turned her lemons to lemonade, mm-hmm. and that was so inspiring. And I remember watching this, and I said to myself, "I'm gonna have, I'm gonna do my own lemonade version. I'm gonna write my own journey, and even um, kind of get the visuals to attach with the songs and." I actually did it for the first time. It was crazy. It mm. took me like two years to finish this project. So, how did it's a you, huge accomplishment? How did you keep? How did you keep going for those two years? Because I feel like we live in a world that's like not very patient for like artists to share their art, and sometimes they're like, you know, you miss a month, you're dead in this in this yeah. in this game. Like, you know, like how did you maintain your own um, great, drive great to question. like keep wanting to work on this project and knowing that like it was going to take that time to be what you wanted it to be? Like, how'd you do that? Uh, I try to like stay in the moment as much as I can but anxiety do kick in because you want stuff out you want to stay relevant Mm. you want people to know that you actually exist but it was one of those things where I actually did enjoy doing this project that sometimes it didn't stress me out that it took so long but there were moments where I was like okay this is taking too long (laughs) I gotta finish this but um but looking back being in the moment is probably the best thing you could do because if you think too much of the future you try to figure out how, where your music needs to lead to um, it, it brings so much stress anxiety it's unnecessary pressure and for me right now in my life I'm like okay yeah I'm in my beginning stages <laughs> barely have fans but the thing is I gotta stay in that moment and keep moving forward and just enjoy every single step because I feel like your process is like your destination is your dream you know so I try to stay in that moment so that, you know, I don't put too much pressure on me because I really want to just enjoy this journey that I'm on with this music thing. That's super dope. And yeah. And for me, it's a it's a very scary thing. Like when it you is. start something new and it just, is. Yeah. It was because I was a former pastor. People's like, What? Why are you why are you shirtless and everything? Da 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 swearing in your songs. But it was one of those things where it was a journey of mine where I felt like I couldn't find I couldn't find my voice in that in that setting hmm. that I was at and um it was such a struggle to a point that I just had to like break loose so I could find my voice and um and it was like a very big risk because I already had like this art show that I was running in Rhode Island and it was growing it was getting a little bit bigger but I wanted to build my own stage and it was a stressful thing but one of the things I've learned is like again if you stay in the moment like and not think too much of the future you you feel a a difference you know you don't feel so stressed you feel more 
you Prepare appreciate the, yeah yeah you appreciate every single moment you know i think that's important for especially artists in the beginning stages not thinking long term no you can't because to be honest with you the music industry it's so uh, i was about to swear i held myself <laughs> thank, thank you, you jake. thank you for the family station a week ago jake told me listen <laughs> gotta keep it clean <laughs> uh, <laughs> no but the music industry it's not really it's very political and gotta know people you also have to you have to have the talent or maybe not there's some people up there that don't really have the it's, talent but um but I'm just saying, it's just like there's a lot of ties in order to get to where you think you want to get to. So I'm mm-hmm. like, a lot of music to lead you where it needs to lead you. I feel like Chance the Rapper is one of those artists that really inspired me because he took a he he decided not to take the traditional route. You know, he decided to go a different way, and look at where he's at now. You know, everybody's um, path is different. I'm not. I always say, oh, I'm gonna win a Grammy. I'm gonna do this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I want that, but the thing is... I was going to ask, like, uh, since you brought it up, um, is that important to you as an artist? It was so much. I wrote songs about it, but then as I started to, like, evolve in my thinking, I just said to myself, I guess I came came to a decision that, you know, just be uncertain about life, you know? Don't say this is my ultimate goal, because what if it's not? What if there's a better path for you, you know? So, like, for me, I'm like, hey, you know what? What if I win a Grammy? That will be great. If I don't, I'm still going to be great because there's something for me that's probably going to be better than that. You know, as you talk about the journey, uh, I do know that the first song on the album, The Rust of Crown, is called The Journey Interlude. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. So, when I listened to it, I got these, like, uh, sort of like a metaphor for my own, like, it just I created a concept of yeah. my own how I felt from the what, song. Tell me what did you create? What? Oh, oh well, I just thought to myself as like the world. <laughs> so I thought to myself like uh, these metaphors of like um as if the world's bringing pressure on me and I'm like laying on the ground and all the stress from oh. the world is is like covering me in like like rocks or, or dirt. Oh my God, and I'm there really? and I'm struggling. I'm I'm there sitting and I'm trying to get out. I'm, yeah. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. I'm fighting. Wow. And then through all the adversary adversity i get up finally and i look at my body and i'm cut i'm scratched mm. I'm, I'm a little bit bleeding yeah but i remember that i'm standing wow and i continue because i'm breathing and i'm continuing to mm. walk on my journey and those rocks represent a lot of pressure and the Stress, standard yes and a lot of uh criticism or or yeah. or the illness or or uh or um or my own thoughts yeah for me that's so crazy. That's very moving because, like, when you write something and and then you get somebody else's interpretation, that's just like a special moment for a songwriter. <laughs> so I got to stay right here. No, sir. But um, for me, it's interesting because I I was I am very insecure. I'm not gonna lie. I sometimes act like I'm not, but I am. And I had to be honest with myself so that you could heal. In order to be, in order to heal, you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. I think that's the biggest betrayal when you're deceiving yourself and you're not being real with yourself you know mm. so for me why am i saying that i'm trying to remember um insecurity for me like in that when i wrote that it's just like sometimes i'm like i want to show people my journey but sometimes i'm afraid to show my journey you know because i don't really believe in myself and i had to face that my album actually caused me to face that like face to face and it was like one of the hardest things and i'm like Ugh. 
I'm really broken. <laughs> this sucks. But the thing is, it was so therapeutic. It's just like I showed my, I want to show people my journey. I want to stop hiding. I, don't, I, I was a people's pleaser, and that's why I left the church. Mm-hmm. I was always pleasing people. And I needed to stop that because I felt like I was suffocating inside. Mm-hmm. So it was really important for me to, as I was writing it, it's so funny you say all that pressure. I felt all that pressure. It was the world and me. And I was my biggest enemy. Yeah. That gave me goosebumps because that's real. I was about to swear. That's some real stuff. Real talk. Hey, no. <laughs> I'm so glad you told me not to swear because I would have been. I think I would have swore like four times already. I mean, sometimes we get into passionate topics. That's, yeah. That's a good thing. It's important because I feel like, you know, it just sucks because I felt like for 28, I'm 30. For 28 years of my life, I felt like I wasn't being true to myself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I had to leave and, and just be on my own so I could find my voice. And music really, really, really helped me find my voice. And I didn't see it coming. I was just going through a lot. Um, Kevin Bonesley from <clears throat> Switzerland sent me these tracks through SoundCloud. And he was like, hey, can you write some songs to this? <laughs> and I started writing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, man, this is really helpful right now. I didn't know all these things were inside of me. Wow. So it was just so cool. Music has so much power. So like when you when you talk about that because I feel like to me I feel like when I hear about like being a, a pastor or like that be deep, being that deeply involved oh, in a community God. I feel like that's a lot of community so to step away from that it's like you're not just stepping away from all that you're also stepping away from those people but yeah, like it's but sucked. like did you find but you said like when in music you found like a lot of release for yourself did yeah. you also find community there too like other people who maybe like shared your sort of experience or some of your perspective in of, the like, church no in, in the, music in music like did you find community in music i guess you know? like find people that find connected people. yeah i did actually choir. i found um <clears throat> i have musicians around me right now like you know david jamal um don like all these you know miguel don has got to name them all if i name one i gotta name them all but shout, uh, out. <laughs> shout out to all those shout people. out to y'all and um, I don't know David Altonoy. Like I, I've, I, it was really helpful being around artists that were very that had the same mindset because they were able to. Con- we, I was able to connect with them, um, and I found that, you know, I walked away, and then I found another family. I think that was really special That's at dope. that moment. Shout out to that. Yeah, and Rodrigo, like um, when we was doing. The video, it was L.A., New York, everything. It was just so fun just being around creative people. Like, at my church, like, I was doing a creative show, but the thing is, they, it was, like, to a certain limit. There was, like, a box, you know? I couldn't even pass. It's just like, you know, when you're in the church, you can't go so far. <laughs> and I wanted to express that side of me and the fact that, I was able to step out and able to be in a community where I'm able to just be myself completely. And they, and the thing that was really so cool, like they have my back and they're like, listen, we know your full potential. We're in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I showed um, my band, um, Jamal Wu Factor, my music. And I was like a little nervous. And they're like, let's do this. You know, and that, that moment, the fact that they believed in what I wrote it was just like, wow. Mm. Sometimes I feel like they believe in me more than I do with myself, mm. which is crazy. Like, David Kamara, <laughs> we're, we're in the studio. Me and David's in the studio. And I'm like, man, I need to, like, kind of do something different vocally. He'll look at me. He's like, what's wrong with your vocals, bro? 
you know it was just like damn like it's just i don't know it's it's, it's a cool community so um let's give the listeners yeah. uh, a listen to your song oh say, my god I'm, I'm like i'm eager to hear this now i haven't heard anything <laughs> what do you guys want to listen to like upbeat so we're uh, going to be playing some PSAs and some promos first. Oh, okay. Station then, business, y'all. Yeah. Oh, okay. And after, we're going to be playing the first song, oh. Poison. Poison, yeah. Let's do Poison. I cleaned that. Shoot. And then Just. after that, we'll be playing Life Jacket. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's two big hitters. Okay. So stay tuned. This is See y'all. Bang Radio. Bang, bang. Deuces.
Life jacket. Oh, yeah, people have said that too. Yeah, hmm. it's a different. It's a different song from the album. Like, yeah, it the, is. It's like one of those club joints out of all my songs because yeah. yeah, they got all my songs have like different genres. What was the recording process like? Oh for that? my gosh, <laughs> I kept doing so many takes and it was driving me crazy. Like David Altenor could even witness <laughs> like yo. John Vier drove me crazy but we would stay up from like 10pm to like 3am and there would be like late nights just finishing these songs and 
um, getting the mix right, mastering, and you know, vocals, vocal takes right. It took a whole year, a whole year to do the recording and a whole year to do the videos. That's it was a process. Yeah, <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. it. It taught me a lot about myself as an artist and. The more you record, you you keep hearing yourself. You hear what you need to work on. And I felt like after leaving that, my vocals got much stronger, too, which was a huge benefit for me. And, hmm. and you said a lot of a lot of this material came from from recovering from a breakup. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, there was like I'll leave the. Because I, I'll be, I gotta be honest, that last one it didn't it didn't sound like re- recovering from. It was a supposed breakup. to be a ballad, it felt, actually. It felt like I'm getting ready to check, check, to, check. Sorry, I can't hear myself. It felt like a preparation for some romance. It felt it, really it felt, life jacket. I mean, I wasn't listening to the words. Yeah. We, were, we were having a conversation, but the feeling, the vibe of that music, yeah, it, it was like it was the kind of thing that I don't know. I would. I would keep in the cut and be like, all right, if I'm gonna hang out with somebody who I want, I want to like. You wanna listen to that? Put that hey, one yeah. in, you know, right, you can do that. that. <laughs> hey, listen, my music can set the vibe for that too. You're welcome. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, eventually there's a breakup. There's always a breakup. Yeah, but. there is. It was just life jacket was just like metaphorically like when you rely on somebody so much to a point that once you let them go, you feel like, wow, can I even move forward? Can I float on my own? Can I swim on my own? Mm-hmm. And that was the whole purpose of that song. That song was a ballad, but David Altenor like said, "No, we're gonna turn this to a club bop joint." <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, so it has this like EDM slash house. It does. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So it was a that was a fun song to write. And as as you were saying earlier about taking your time, mm-hmm. how much uh, time you put into your artwork, like in. Uh, when practicing memorizing songs yeah and also the artwork the song writing and mm. and the direction you want to go in your performances yeah like i perform i'm a wedding singer also mm. um so i have to practice a lot in on that and for my songwriting i try to write um the song every day one song a day but sometimes that doesn't work because mm. sometimes this moment I, I get creative block so i try to you know go through life so i could be inspired mm. <laughs> Because seriously, when I go through stuff, that's when I write the best song, which is kind of like a bittersweet thing. Mm. But, you know. I heard like the best medicine when when someone has like a, a block or a writer's block or just uh, something that gets in the way from their artistry mm-hmm. to just stop what you're doing and just go out for a walk. Hey. Get, in, get all the information from the outside world you and then what? come back and then start writing again. You know what? I might try that. I do walk a lot and I do, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like... And I do feel like it's very meditation. It's med- meditational. Is that even a word? Meditational. That's not meditation. We're artists. We <laughs> make life make it new. We're gonna, okay, it's an artist license. It's meditational. <laughs> no, but it's very relaxing when I'm walking. But you know what? I'm going you know, start to figure out how to write while I'm walking or something. I don't know. Mm. Have my phone out. Mm. We'll see. Wait. So. I'm I'm kind of curious now. You said wedding singer. What is that even like? What oh. does that mean? <laughs> um, like, do you I'm like so do you like go? I don't want. I hope I hope my company don't see this. Um, it's um. So we perform a lot in um, five star hotels and wow. um, where there's just high end stuff. We we perform in front of a lot of rich people. Let's just say. 
half of the most. It's a it's a high end service. It's a high end service. It exists. Musicians say. don't necessarily talk too much about it. I don't care. I'm like I brag about it all the time. Is, my, it, what, what, is it one of those things because they're like, oh, it's not my serious work, and then it's yeah. not my art. It's just actually. How I've I think that's the reason. The bills or whatever. I didn't know it exists until I met another singer from the company during my. Um, youth conference event I heard him sing outside it's so funny because that weekend alone I was thinking about finding opportunity to to make money from singing mm. heard him singing spoke to him and then he said yeah I, I work um, for a GB gig I'm like what's a GB it's general business and it's like entertainment for like business events weddings like hospital fundraiser event that's why I was in New York mm. but in high ballroom that was my own music but we do different cool events. It's not just wedding. I just say wedding singing because for the majority, it's wedding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's fun. It's, it mostly it's Jews. We do the hurrah. I hope I didn't say that wrong. Um, but it's a lot of cool stuff so that like, happened during that time. So, yeah, like different half parties Diff- and stuff. Different parties. So is that why you have like... Because I noticed on your website you have like some covers. Like, yeah. Is that is that part yeah. of where you get your cover repertoire mm-hmm. from? Yes. Because, you know, some some of the companies do want to check out my work. Um, you know, as a musician, you try to get as much gigs on the calendar so you could make that bread. Hey, now. So I try to have some stuff out there. That's great. Yeah. That's great. It's, it's a cool world. Listen, I'm, I'm li- you can live off of it if you do it the right way. So it That's was very, it was a blessing because I was like, wow, two events eight hours beat 40 hours of work which blew my mind Mm -hmm. and that's why I actually left my job (laughs) in January good for you yeah that's amazing you could do it if you if you put your mind to it there's always opportunities was pastor your job no oh pastor okay pastor was just a free job but it felt like a full time oh my gosh let me tell you I was curious about how that works how what no you Um, I am a full-time wedding singer, but the pastor... What's the question about the pastor thing? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I'll I answer any I questions. Just, just to be clear, no, you said it was a free job. It was, but... This is a volunteer. Yeah, but the tithing goes to sometimes... It goes to the head pastors, where I was at, the musicians, not the singer, but the musicians, the band, which is interesting. I won't say anything about that, but... Huh. Um, and it Politics. goes to, yeah, it's. So let's switch it up a bit. Yeah, let's switch it. <laughs> <laughs> Life is crazy. I know. <laughs> so in your words, what is nightlight? Huh? Nightlight. In your words, what nightlight? is nightlight? Oh my gosh. I put that, I wrote that down. Well, you have it on your bio. Oh my God. I do have it in my bio. Oh my God. Okay. So it's a creative art movement. I invited like about between five to ten artists like last time we had this theme called golden age and i invited rappers singers painters um rap uh, i already said rappers um dancers and we come up with a storyline and then we come up with a concept a theme and then i asked the artists to go and create something based on that theme hmm. and then they show me it and then we try to put it together so it's a whole art show hmm. dope yeah it was so epic and guess what we videotaped it and it's <laughs> mm, I don't know where it's at but it was so amazing it was called Golden Age and it was just like helping people to understand that they're significant and hmm. it was just like I just love putting that show together I want to do that one day again to be honest with you I actually when I walked away from the church 
I actually paused that movement. And I actually, today when I woke up, man, I, mean, I want to do something like this again, but not in a religious setting because that was really, I don't want to be like, I don't like being boxed in. Restricting. Mm. Who started that? Like? Restricting. I did. You did. I was a founder. Nice. Um, it was fun. It was actually, it was like kind of cool because I was like 24 or something. And um, I was six the first years one. Ago. Yeah, I was the fr- I think was it six years ago? I'm bad with timelines. I could be completely wrong, but I was the first. I was the first young pastor, and I was the first one to fill up that whole church. And that building seats about uh, seven. It was there was like seven hundred seats. I I brought in six hundred people. So wow, yeah, it was like crazy. It was the first event, and I was like, wow, I have something. And you know, it kept building up. It was. Growing, it was getting that buzz in Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. But you know, I kind of hey. stopped it. Hey, John, are you from Rhode Island? Uh, no, I'm. I, I worked there. I actually left my job to go to move with my pastor to help them build. And then I found another job, which I was an after school director and um and at Providence After School Alliance at Gilbert Stewart Middle School. So I was working with youth, also working at the church. So you're deep rooted in the community. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love the youth. Like seriously, I I love to help prevent youth from going down the bad path. You know, preventative programs, I guess. So we're yeah. actually sitting in a in a youth space, Zoomix, you know, yeah. when, when when people like us aren't on the air. It's mm-hmm. young people running the radio stations nice. you can see on the board That's over there. So cool. So um, oh. so we always try to ask, you know, our our, our guests so yeah. like, you know, What's something that you would share with young people or, you know, with oh. teens? What kind of things do you have to share Man, with Man, listen, follow your heart. Don't let people influence. Mm, let me let me be careful what I said. I don't want y'all to say, oh, mommy, I don't want me. I don't need to be influenced by you because John Via said so. No, but um, I would say listen to your heart. Like, do what you love to do and don't let anybody discourage you. As long as you don't harm the community or yourself. Let me just say that because, you know. Yeah, I got to clarify that. Because, you know, teenagers like, I love, I love weed, so I'm going to smoke that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, teenagers be doing some, especially in the suburbs too. Listen, I'm not going to blame Taikashi 69 I'm going to blame the FBI. Can I say something about, like, it's shocking. When <laughs> Why I are you go, going off topic, man? <laughs> when I go to the pharmacy We're store. We're talking about young people. Listen, when I go to a pharmacy store, like, sometimes there's certain medications that you, they literally can't sell to you unless you have a license now because the youth <laughs> well, are finding other ways to get high, and it's just blowing my no, mind. they're trying to get us high, too. They're trying to, uh, not us, but I was a teenager at one point, and uh, they was trying to give me drugs. They was like, you got problems, you're wilding out in school. Oh, really? You're getting kicked out of your house. Uh-huh. You got to go to the doctor, like the head doctor. Mm. Not that kind of, that, you know what I mean? Like, the shrink. And oh. then the shrinks like go to the psych doctor, and the psych doctors like get these drugs, mm. get these drugs, take these drugs every day, and you'll be fine. And you're not. What did fine. They, were you? Were, were they claiming that you was diagnosed with something? Um, I I was a therapeutic mentor also here, and it, it's interesting. I, I, I actually, I it's you, funny you ask. I have an album called ADHD. 
So 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 they they gave me medication for that and like depression. Sure, I got but ADHD. I I work as well with young people, and it's 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 something I'm I'm quite passionate about. And I think yeah. you know, like you can't blame the youth sometimes. Yeah, you know, listen, there's a lot. Oh of, my gosh, if I have family situations, they come from families that hate them. Listen, you know what I mean? I it's work crazy. In, Not I, in every situation. A lot of them come from loving families, but I've worked with so many different families that oh, I've seen it all. And the school district that that just didn't do anything for our youth, and it, mm. then they blame them on at the end. I've seen it all, and it's, it drives me crazy the way the system is set up for certain youth, certain groups of. Well, thank youth. God for arts education. Mm-hmm. You know, art education. Yes. Well, well that's, the budget that's isn't the budget, with. but the budget is cut down from you know who I don't want to say his name because I could go start complaining but did they cut down the budget um for the art programs in school i need to look into this i mean recently i'm not i can't speak on any details but i know that yeah by and large arts is something that we don't make a big budget for in our public schools it's sad because i swear to god that curriculums that they set up and which is so traditional and they expect the youth to i don't know the youth have the youth evolved and I feel like the curriculum in school alone is not evolving with the youth, you know? And it's That's risk. And in so many situations, it's like you can't even get, like, the truth truth till you get to college. Or, you right. know, if you're lucky if you have, like, one of those cool right. teachers or something. But ADHD is not the issue. It's the yeah, no, certain... It's, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of different factors, you know? And it sucks the fact that you, they have to put it on the youth. Like, okay, what are you doing what are you doing to make sure they they stay motivated? You know, everybody has a language. It's not. It's like they create this system for just one certain type of person. You know what I'm saying? It's not fair. It's interesting with this conversation. You know, um, I get this overall feeling just like the album. Like we talk about the the tragedy of youth and yeah. sort of their their struggles and yeah. catch brings up that and sort of my strategy uh, tragedy with like the pressure from the earth. Yeah. And then you bring up the church as in like faith. Mm. And then also about like someone else believing in you when you kind of don't believe in yourself. And that's the love that pushes us forward. And these are the all um, connections and and, um, overall feelings Mm. I get from the album. Talk about faith, tragedy, struggle, and love. Yeah. Um, Would you agree? Yeah, I actually, I, I tried to make sure that I was very vulnerable, but also like showing some faith in it because... Yeah, I left the church, but I do believe there is a higher power. I don't like to name it anymore Mm. because I'm like, man, some of the terminology just limits you also if you really think about it. Like, I don't even want to go down this I know people definitely get (laughs) trip out on the terminology and start fighting with each other sometimes. And it separates people. It can be divisive if you're too stuck to the terminology that you're used to. I've been in places like the church scene that I was in. It seemed like... We came off, and I have to put myself in it. We came off like we knew it all. We're the only one who carries the light that could set people free. When really, there's a lot of people that are much healthier that are outside of church compared to people in the church, too. Mm. You know, so there was something that was interesting. Just like everybody, everybody carries a truth, and it might not be the same as yours, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just felt like being in an organization where it's just like everybody needs to align and be on the same page or else something's wrong with you. It just wasn't for me. It was just like, no, even 
people in some different country that may not have Christianity, are you going to tell me they're all going to go hell? No, they have a way, they have their truth, and they probably have their own thing too, you know, just to describe what they think is going on up there. Mm -hmm. So, like, for me, I just, man, my eyes were open. I'm woke. <laughs> That's creative. That's that creative energy, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's important. It is. It's interesting, too. I feel like, because I've heard this story a couple of times from a couple of my friends. Like, one of our homies, he stopped doing dance and music and all kinds of stuff for a while because he was really heavily involved in the oh, church. And they kind of, like, convinced him that that wasn't, like, a... A good thing and then he had come to his own realization that like nope this is actually what I'm supposed to be doing and he felt closer to like he felt closer to the messages that the church was giving him even though he wasn't following their right. instructions explicitly anymore he was like no I, I'm doing what you told me I'm just not doing it the way, the way you, you want me to do it yep. works you know? I was told that I should why why be an artist what's the point you know hmm. don't you want to save souls I'm like Am I the am I the hero? Am I, I carrying the? Ca yeah. I didn't know I was Superman, but um, it was just like crazy for me. It's just like, yeah, I hate when people leave the stuff that they love because they feel like in order to, in order for God to accept them, they need to surrender. Like, like you're gonna surrender your passion and do something that you're not necessarily built for in order for you to make it heaven, I'm like, there's something false about that. Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody was created for a reason. If your instincts, your inner soul is drawing towards something, you should listen to it because I feel like we all carry this soul inside of us that knows more than our minds, you know? Mm -hmm. And at times, we don't center ourselves. We just allow our minds to kind of Wander, wander, and figure out what really should be happening. When really, you know, deep inside, if you center yourself and meditate, I'm telling you, you start to shut your mind off for a moment, and you start to follow your instincts. And I feel like that's your light. Mm. Ended with a bang, bang. Yeah, I feel like mm, I could say more to that, but I don't know. John Fair Bang Radio. Yes, I was about to say we got. Do we got any more music deep. before this is before so Potter comes in? Yes, yes, we got. Uh, Two songs from the artist himself, uh, oh, John Vier. Hey. We have Walk and Goodbye. Okay. Word. All right. Hey, so before we get into that, though, how can people find you on your yes. uh, social medias and all that good stuff? Oh, all God, right, y'all. Find media. your music and, or, or you your know, other so, medias. Uh, or how can I they find like you? That stuff is dangerous. I hate social media. Where can they listen to your tunes? You know what I mean? Insecure. I don't know. Or at least where can they find the tunes? John Vier, J-O-N-V-A-I-R. Okay, you can find me on SoundCloud. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you can't find me on John Vier, just, just put John Vier Music, but I'm sure. Put J-O-N-V-A-I-R. And then my website is www.johnvairmusic.com. Please support your brother. Hey. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. But if you like it, make sure you share it with your aunt, your uncle, your boo-boo, anybody. I don't care. Just share it. Hey, yeah. so that's John Vier. Music. Thank you guys. No, seriously, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank I love through. stuff like this. I love to talk. Well, you know, we, get, we, might, we might. This is a great space for it. Listen, yeah. invite me any moment, anytime, I'll come. 
thank you very much thank for being you. on yeah, the show. Seriously, stay warm. It's freezing out there. That's been today's yeah, episode. I'm really bad Catch at us. social media this you week. Hate social media. Catch us next week. Catch us next week as we play John Pierre. Walk. I have problems. It's all. Bye. created